Every story, every battle, every model, every child, every dream, every team. It don't matter if you proud, gotta bleed for it. Yeah, nigga, gotta bleed for it. See my ancestors from Manchester to now. Been the underground story since niggas was underground. We them black ninjas who making our mamas proud. Better tune in, nigga. We taking it all around. It's the Melon Ninjas. So go and tell the fan we need better figures. And we don't fuck with Uncle Sam. Better get the picture. These black cans make black bands. And I'll be the greatest nigga like the last dance. Melon Ninjas. It's the Melon Ninjas. It's the Melon Ninjas. It's the, yeah. Hello, we are your Mellow Ninjas, and each week we will discuss anime topics that are near and dear to our hearts. We aren't experts, just very passionate anime fans. Hope you enjoy. So, this week we are talking about African American or Black anime characters. There are not many. There are not many. So expect to hear a lot of overlap in some of our favorites. But it does make a great it does have a great discussion for us. So, Kawan, I'm oh putting boy. it to you first, sir. Oh boy. <laughs> give, give us one of your favorite black anime characters. Uh one of my favorite black anime characters is probably gonna be Almine from uh Kuriko's basketball. Mm. Yeah. Like Okay. He's, he has, like, limitless potential. He's the best character. And, of course, he's black, which is kind of stereotypical, but we'll let it slide this time, I guess. <laughs> All right. How about you, Alex? Mm, I think my favorite uh, my favorite black anime character is controversial because they never, you know, he's technically he's green, but he's black. I think we can all get on board with the fact that Piccolo was black. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, I... I I would definitely say Piccolo, like Piccolo from DBZ. You're, gonna, you're just going to jump over Mr. Popo like that? Shh. No, <laughs> we're not claiming Mr. Popo, but but Piccolo Piccolo can can come to the picnic. What about Oop? Oop, Oop got a little more melanin in him than Piccolo does. <laughs> he does, but let's, let's, Piccolo is black. Like, there's just no debate. I agree with that. I can I can get with that. I can Are the Megians melanated? Like, is that is that a thing on on Namek? Is do they have like melanin? Because I mean, they got pigment. They got a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> Their melanin uh, is just you know green. <laughs> Touche. I'm gonna. I would take a. I'm gonna go with my girl Canary from Hunter Hunter. Right. Um. I really bang with her mostly because. She's super powerful. Uh, she like works for the Zeldic family and their kind of royalty in that show. To the fact that they even accepted her and they power scale her really well. So I'm thinking of when Golan is trying to rescue Killua, or he thinks he's going to rescue Killua because later on they just show that Killua could have left at any time if he wanted to. Uh, you find out about her backstory and you just see how strong she is, but how much of a heart she has. I think one of the most badass things in it is that she took out a hundred, a guy that had a hundred troops with him at the age of 10. Like if she was in Naruto, she would be like Ambu Black Ops or, <laughs> you know, like heralded as one of the strongest Shinobi. So I think she's a really good character. All right, come on. We're back to you, sir. Um, right, This one's a little controversial. We might, we might, might, might argue about this. 
But uh, Brooks from One Piece, yeah, he's a black man. All oh, that soul, that four C curl pattern. On yeah, <laughs> yeah, that four C curl is something else. Like, don't know why people know what that is. So yeah, this is clearly not y'all part of the show. Yeah, he's a black man. He's he's one hundred percent a black man. I'm I'm here for it. Hey man, long live One Piece. I love anything that gives us some One Piece on this show. How about you, Alex? Who who do you have next? Hmm. Okay. So I gotta throw some bleach in there. I mean, of course, you know, I know we're gonna have lots of overlap, but you can't forget about Yurichi uh, from Bleach. Like she, she was badass. Like, so we're counting Yurichi as black. I mean, she if if she's pigmented, I mean, I'm, I'm giving it to her. I'm fine with that, but does that mean we also give it to Killer B? That's how, what I have on here. Or the Ray Kage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's challenging. I was actually thinking about Killer B. Like, is that, do we count Killer B? I mean, that man got bars for days. Oh my God. That one, that one's tough to, to throw in there. Okay. So what makes you, what makes you give it to Yorichi so easily, but you can't give it to Killer B? Because As like, easy. Killer B seems like the the Asian version of a guy they're trying to make black or something. Like he's like not. It's like he they're try. It's like he's try. He's too on the nose, and, it, and it's like an attempt or an, a thought of making him black or something. I don't know. I don't. It's hard. That one's just hard. Like I feel like that's just. I don't know. Whereas like Yorichi has it just feels like her character it just feels like her essence feels like it has more of an identity with being black but i don't know that's a stretch i'm not even gonna sit here and lie i think of her like rebelling against the system like all of her historic feats you know like i don't know i think it's i think she's pretty on par with a black woman <laughs> personally <laughs> I, would say so. yeah. I agree. Like, but yeah, Killer B, and I, you know, I hope anything I said there wasn't like offensive. It's just he just seems like somebody. It seems like a. If you don't know anything about Black culture, what elements of Black culture can we smash into a character to like? I don't know. Personify blackness, uh, into the, and inject it into the show. Mm. So not not a big fan of Killer B's character, but you know. I guess he's a gag, a gag character anyway, in a lot of ways. So kind of take it for what it is. No, that's valid. That's valid. Um, hmm. This is back to me. I, I'm going to take an obvious one. <laughs> I just have to. Uh, Afro Samurai. Like, <laughs> that man is so bad at And it's voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Like, how much blacker can you get? Um his story is really good. It's a quick watch. I think it's like five episodes. Um, the story is pretty dope. I'm just a, a avid fan. I don't want to spoil anything in the show, but yeah, this this dude is just raw. Um, and because of him, I wear headpants that have <laughs> the number one on it, which I shouldn't want to wear because you know people get their head cut off for wearing these. Oh my god, they do. You, you see the show, Quan? Yes, yes, I have. All right, I'm going to go back to you, sir. Oh, boy. Um, I feel like we're running low now. No, 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 we're not. I think we got hella time, actually. I got I got a couple on my list. So I'll, I'll throw out some of my honorable mentions. Um, so Mugen? Does Mugen? First of all, is Mugen a black man from Samurai Champloo? That's a question I've had for quite some time. I 
I feel like he has the, to put it in Alex's eloquence, <laughs> he has the essence of a black man, but that man does not have no melanin in his <laughs> shade. He's a shade darker than Jen, but he's not. <laughs> that man has no melanin to be. I'll take it though. I'll give him the honorable mention. No, 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 no. I, like I, I listen. If the if we are not certain, it's okay. Because we these cards are not to be given out sparingly. Okay, these black cards are not to be given out sparingly. But hey, black. You know, it is a social construct anyway. So I mean, if there's anybody like culture in and of itself, right? So it's hard. It, it's one of those things where I mean, can we? That's why we talk about black card. Like we can give it out. <laughs> If we're giving it out, I'm giving it to Thorfinn. <laughs> no, nigga, I mean like he's wrong, but he's not black though. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know. I don't. That I don't man knows that struggle. Was. That man has been oppressed. He is overcame, overcome. Oh my gosh! If we're giving it out, I'm giving it to my girl Katara from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Sure. Oh man, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Uh, you know, Katara and Sokka. I mean, come on. Are you gonna give it to Cora too or not? No, we don't. I don't want <laughs> she said too far, too much. Too much. <laughs> they can keep. We, ah, I don't know, y'all. She, y'all can keep Cora on your side of the table. She can be <laughs> at the picnic. She can come to the picnic. I just don't want to sit with her. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> just unilaterally ruin the entire AOT. That's oh, AOT. But she did ruin the. Avatar show for me. I didn't like her character that much, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Who else you got, Kawhi? I mean, Mister, I got a list. I have a couple actually. Uh, there's like Captain Tosin from uh, uh, Bleach. He mm-hmm. was the blind dude with the. I think he had locks. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a really good black character. Um, Sid and Nigus from Soul Eater. Sid is Sid is a zombie, but like I'm almost a hundred and like fifty percent certain he was a black man. And Nigus is like his uh his weapon, like the weapons have like in Soul Eater the weapons have like physical bodies too. And she is a hundred percent one of the sexiest black women I've ever seen in my life. Oh gosh. Um Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Uh oh, you got the the remember the there was one black dude at the end of uh Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm only mentioning him because he got his ass beat, so I feel like he needs a little bit of shine. Um the brothers, the Poison Brothers, at the end of Juice, is it Eso or Esso or something? Uh huh. He is he black? He was he was pretty. Uh, he had a lot of melanin in him, but he got right. that ass beat. I don't want to claim him. I'm, he got to get some time though. Like I'm, I'm trying to shout him out because he got his ass beat. Like this is this is this is definitely a remedial shout out. You know when uh when Dave Chappelle did the whole race draft, that's how I feel this episode should be. But like we only drafting for black people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we don't want him. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Okay. Touche. Um, what? Uh, Elfman from Fairy Tale was another black character, even though he had like a white sister, which I'm not quite sure about. But you know what else? Hey, man. Adoption's real. Touche. <laughs> uh, there was a character in uh, so another character in Soul Eater called Killick. And he had like these two gauntlets, and one was like fire, and one was thunder. He's another black character. He's actually really cool. He has some straight back cornrows. I used to, I fuck with that because I used to have straight backs. 
Oh, I, oh, Kawhi with the straight backs, bro. We got to see a picture. Oh, Lord. I'm hiding, motherfucker. That got to be the thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hmm. Who else? Uh, uh, I, I got I got one for you guys. I got one for you guys. Uh, My guy. Oh, actually, before I do that one, I was going to jump to Fire Force, but I just really want to see Alex's reaction to Sister Crone from Promise in the <laughs> no, no, you don't like her. She shouldn't. She shouldn't be one of the best. <laughs> anime oh my god! She. If we're talking about caricatures, that one. I mean, she's a mammy. She's literally a mammy character. It. It. Oh my god! Yeah. But she was OP. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. She. No. It doesn't matter, anime or not, like, that character is just... I would have been offended if that character was in the boondocks. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. No to that character. But if we're just giving out... If we get to assign who black just based on essence, can we give it to Toto from Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, absolutely. Ah! Except, yeah, for, okay, yeah. except for look, yes, Toto definitely deserves the Kawhi. Stop that. Yeah, but I will say, my only gripe with with Toto is this man said he like no, actually that was Yuji. Never yeah, mind. Yuji, yeah, Yuji's the one who be liking Jennifer Lawrence. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say he said <laughs> like, I like girls with big butts like Jennifer. That was such an opportunity <laughs> to say to say someone greater. <laughs> <laughs> no, Toto, Toto said he like them thick. Mm-hmm. Toto likes a Japanese idol though. Like she's like, uh, I don't know. But that man said he likes big butts. But no, I, mm, and he cannot lie. <laughs> I was about to make a statement about certain people in their butts, but I won't. Hey, because hey. not... it's a safe space. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this one on this one. Is it a safe space? <laughs> this is the internet, y'all. This is the internet. Yeah, this too yeah. shall pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this cup pass for me before I put my I'm foot in my the, mouth. Yeah, I'm hoping the little things I said are are not offensive <laughs> to nobody. So, <laughs> well, if we talk about bodies and uh and anime, Alex, have you seen Black Clover? I have. I'll, I'm gonna go with Soul. I think she black. Mm, of I the blue know. roses. The vice captain. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah, she is black. Absolutely, she is black. That is a black woman. She, she ain't black. swinging for the team I want her to be swinging for, but damn it, Shorty is gorgeous. Yeah, she. she yeah, she's great. She's she fine. <laughs> that's a good. I would, one, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great one. I I didn't even it even occurred to me. Occurred to oh, me. Come on, I love it when y'all agree with me. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> I can. <laughs> Um, you know who we also have to talk about if we're talking about black characters who uh, remember, the character, remember the black character from um, Attack on Titan and I can't even pronounce this brother this brother's name it's like oh yeah he a bitch On Young Capone mm-hmm. oh my goodness y'all <laughs> that one that one is another one that I'm like I mean he's as melanated I mean they they couldn't have made him more melanated but that character oh. right yeah i think they even talked about um in one of the episodes they asked him why are you so tan mm-hmm. like they had like, a whole narrative it. about it <laughs> yeah so he, uh, they emasculated that man yeah. bad in this season they really did i don't like to see that but talking about a black character that wasn't emasculated my man ogun montgomery <laughs> <from> fire force <laughs> now that brother from nigeria 
I think he said he's Yoruba. Yeah. But yeah, he he's I love him. And they give him proper shine. I think it was yeah, they do. episode <laughs> nine or ten of season two. They just let him go OP. I, I think it's super dope, especially even adding like the tribal aspects of his character and how it's directly linked to his um his firepower. Oh, I absolutely. think it's pretty dope. Yeah, no, and they they don't they do him really well with his design too. Like it's all all together like a solid character, like a really yeah. really solid character. They did as I think they did as well with him as like American um, animation did with like Static Shock's character. Like it was Ooh, just really really good. Comp. That's a great comp. Yeah. What about um? So same stick sticking with Fire Force. Are we saying Sharon is black? Cause that man looks. Yeah, black. No, he's black. You're not about to argue with me about this. He's black. I, I don't want to argue. I'm just saying they, they say that Ogun is specifically black. They say that that man is Nigerian. We know nothing about Sharon. That's like how I was asking. Bro, he has to be black. There's no <laughs> other way he's anything but a black man. I'm sorry. He could be extremely tan from his firepower. <laughs> Bullshit, nigga. He's black. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take. He's badass. The only thing I do that the only thing I wouldn't like about him being black. Is that his power is associated with how much physical damage he takes? Why well, I don't? Yeah, yeah. There's a I, lot. There's a lot there. That's loaded. Yeah, yeah. I see where this is going. So he takes a whip and he's stronger. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 giving Mendingo vibes, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, okay. This went left. Woo. Touche though. I see what I see where you could. But if we're not going there, conclusion. I agree. I think I'll take I'll claim him. That man's OP. No, I mean I wasn't like I was I, I didn't think that far into go ahead, Alex. I was like, what about Scar from from Full Metal Alchemist? Ooh, that's a really good I'll take look, like I said, this is a draft and I'll draft him. <laughs> yeah, he got my pick, honestly. Oh my god. I just remember seeing him for the first time as a character just not understanding what his power was in terms of like alchemy and realizing that he just didn't have the last step of like restoring things or like shape. So he's just like killing people by grabbing their face. That's so badass. Mm. I do think though, this is kind of a tangent, but I do think his story is pretty tragic once you find out what greed did to like start the whole war. Like that's, yeah, that was a lot. Like it made me feel for Scar in a different way, especially because he, comes out at the end of the show like everyone's happy but that man's lost the most that's true that's true in a lot of ways he's kind of like i was going to say like an immigrant but he's been i mean he was displaced his whole mm-hmm. community was destroyed so it's crazy yeah no that one's pretty that one's pretty good though what about what about rocklock do we want to claim rocklock from my hero academia I mean, I guess he's a little underwhelming, but uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, this is a draft. We don't gotta claim him <laughs> just because he got locks. Don't mean he black. <laughs> he's this one for I think he's black though. If we're being honest, <laughs> well, see, the thing that's interesting about about this one is. At least in My Hero Academia, they specifically talk about when people are from America or not. <laughs> we don't know nothing about this man, where his mm-hmm. origin is. We just see him in Japan. Yeah, I'll, I'll take him, I guess, though. But he is yeah. super underwhelming. Speaking of underwhelming, this might be controversial. Yasuke. 
from the anime Yasuke. Yasuke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells you that I don't know who this is. So, all right, he's based off of a real person. Like the character is actually like a real like real person that lived. He's supposed to be the first like African-born samurai. Um, LaShawn Thomas writes the anime. He's the like head writer for it. Um, shout out to LaShawn Thomas. That means like epic in terms of like anime production and just like and anything like animated in general. He did a lot of the writing for or animation for um, Boondocks as well. That's how come you see like a lot of anime influences in Huey Freeman's fights. But anyway, Yasuke based off of real life uh, samurai, African samurai. And they tell a story. Lakeith Stanfield was like, he does the English dub of it. The story, I, I didn't, I, I didn't gravitate towards it as much. I thought it was too predictable. Um, but it was also short. I think it was like ten episodes, maybe, maybe at eight. Uh, a lot of people got a lot of hype around it, though. Netflix threw a ton of money behind it. I, I just couldn't get with the whole like, what era are we in? Because you kind of see like old school Edo period, but then they have magic and robots. <laughs> I was like, which is it? Like, what what are we doing? Then again, it's fictional, so allow some type of escapism, but I don't know. I think, like, I think there was an old anime, anime called, like, Samurai 7 that kind of gave a similar vibe in terms of, like, uh, similar vibe to Yasuke in terms of, uh, like, what, the, like, the vagueness of the period. Cause mm-hmm. in that one, there was, like, robots and, like, honestly, like, what looked like fucking Gundams. And, um, I don't know, there was just a lot of different elements that kind of vaguely mixed up the period. So I, I get you there. It's another similar one to that, though. Yeah, no, I could, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, again, it's like for me, it just goes with world building because sometimes I care about that and it's really random and super sporadic. Sometimes I care about world building. Other times I just want to see people box. Yeah. <laughs> and they do, they do box in the show pretty well. Um, but yeah, I was just like, mm, I really just couldn't invest myself in it. And it was, I guess, also because he's the main character, but he's kind of driven by uh, another character. So, He's really a co-main as opposed to just being like the main following his story. Hmm. I don't know. I, it wasn't for me, but I'll watch season two. Maybe it gets better. But sticking with Sean Thomas, I'm not sure if you guys seen Cannon Busters. I loved Cannon Busters. It only got one season. Have you guys seen it? No. Great. No, no. I love it. So Cannon Busters is based off of a comic or a manga that LaShawn wrote in 2005. And basically, it follows this guy named Philly the Kid. Philly the Kid is an outlaw, my favorite type of character. You really don't know his like why he's doing everything he's doing throughout the show. The one thing you do know is he can't die. And what happens every time that he does supposedly die, he gets a tattoo on his body. Like when he comes back alive, when he comes back to life, a tattoo number shows the number of death that he's on. Mm. but he's immortal so that the tattoo really doesn't mean anything it just shows you like how many times he's died and you're following him on his journey and he's kind of learning a little bit more about himself and some morals and then by the end of the season without ruining anything you kind of find out why he's on his journey and why he took a detour to help out some of the other main characters i like it that's also one of those 
it's kind of weird because now it sounds a little hypocritical, but that also blurs periods because he's a cowboy, hence the outlaw moniker, but he has a car that turns into a robot. <laughs> it turns into like a, a raging bull, almost like a Gundam, actually. It almost does look like a Gundam, not, not going to lie, <laughs> but he's like the only character that has that type of weaponry. So that's why I think it's a little different than in Yasuke. Like, there's just an army of freaking robots, and you're just like, bro, what? <laughs> like, what is this samurai sword going to do to, or Katana is going to do to these robots? But yes, Philly the Kid, one of my favorite anime characters of all time. Kawan, yes. Cowboy Bebop, is Ed black? I would say so. Yes, yes. Very much so black. Very what about much Jet? So. What about Jet? Mm, yeah. I kind of want to claim him. I want to claim him. Because of his demeanor. His essence. As Alex put, his essence. His essence? All right, well, honestly, he's he's on he's on the line. I, we'll, we'll give it to him. We'll, we'll give it to him. Okay. I'll take that. He's earned that one. I'll, I'll give him that. It, it's 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 eh, but... His, I do, I do agree with you. His demeanor is very, uh, very much becoming of, of a black man. I would give him that. All right. So this one is something that we've talked about for a while, and I, I'm just curious for your take, sir. Is Castlevania an anime? And if it is, does Isaac make your list for top black anime characters? Yes, and yes, without question. Say like, more. Say Isaac more. is Isaac is so so. Uh, I would say that Castlevania has a lot of of American influences, definitely, or just like other influences. But I would definitely say that it still has a lot of that Asian influence that is uh, particularly notable in anime, like particularly what not what's the word that's very connected with anime, with our our general understanding of anime. Second, he's he's definitely at the top of like the list in terms of black characters because. He started off Castlevania as a literal side character. Like this thing was nobody important. And by season two, he's like legitimately one of the major players. It's very rare that you see that kind of progress and that kind of shine for a black character in anime at all to be like a major player. Like he was up there with like he was essentially like one of the warlords in the area. He had his own army running shit. Like and the fact that he like very rarely do you see black men in charge in anime like you very rarely see them in positions of power. And this nigga is a literal commander in chief of an army of monsters, but still an army. Like, and then he fought head up with the, the leader of the opposing side and beat her ass. Like she was, it's her. So it sounds bad, but like she was a vampire. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but like he, like he was just, he was seriously one of the most integral parts of the story. So he is without a doubt, one of the top black anime characters in my book. Do you, do you, that's it. Enhance his standing for you that he's, Although he does have mystical powers, he's mm-hmm. not super powered. Because for me, that made me like him that much more when he fought the vampire straight up, and he's not super powered. Well, I wouldn't say straight up because he definitely like he jumped the shit out of her. <laughs> absolutely, lost. absolutely. But still, like if you're finding a supernatural being, they should be like one one. You know, she's super strong, right? Like one grab, she just has to grab him once, and it's over for him in theory. Right, right. But he's still like one in there and. He did jump her. I'm not gonna lie, but he took that risk. It was a calculated risk. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't call it a risk. If you walk into a room with a thousand niggas to fight one person, is it really a risk? Like, hey, 
Hey, Moderer walked into a field with a thousand shinobi. And it wasn't a risk, nigga. He was fine. He wasn't worried about any of them. Like, he was like, oh, that's it? Like, y'all didn't bring enough pigs to fuck with me? That's what he said to them. Like, I'm pretty sure that was in the anime, like, verbatim. Let's not let's not remember that man ran out of chakra real fast doing all of that. I mean, yeah, but did he even need it to be on? Like, he could have, he could have, he could have beat all, like, Moderer could have beat every one of them. With his hands and like not a drop of chakra. Yeah, I mean, shout out to oh, since we're like oh, look, Madara will always be one of my favorite characters simply because of the whole. What are you gonna do with the next one when he dropped the meteors on them and it took all their fighters out the first? But um, I do want to take this time to propose another black card giving <laughs> to Alex's favorite character ever, Mike Guy. Oh no. <laughs> Might guy, guys? Really? Really, Em? Might guy? He went hand to hand. That man got hands, and black people have hands. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about 4C hair texture earlier. This man's got the slickest bowl cut of all time. Unless he's he got a, a perm. perm. He might have a perm. He might have that Cat Williams. He might have that Cat Williams. No, 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 no. <laughs> My guy's okay. like the stereotypical man. There's no way he has a fucking perm. There's no okay, way. Okay, what about what about the Grey Saiyan man? Can we give him? <laughs> he oh can God, go yeah. jump off a cliff and like not fly off. Well, we're talking about like characters. Is Brock from Pokemon Black? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I always saw him as black. Pokemon also has. I'm not sure if y'all. I still play Pokemon. Shout out to Arceus that just came out. Actually, I take that back because they're not they're not sponsoring this video. Um, but. <laughs> But they have a character called Nessa. She's like the water gym. Yeah, now. yeah, she's she's dope. She's black. She real black. I, I fuck with it. Yeah, she's she's got a dope design too. But yes, Brock counts. Ooh, Emerson, did you ever watch Gangster like I like I recommended? Oh, absolutely. So Love that. it's one of my favorite, and I sh- I think that should be one of the, on the list of one of the you know one season. Yeah, anime. no, no, it's it is without question. Okay, we'll but talk about that. Doug. Later. <laughs> Doug is a black character. He, the dude that had the two kukri machetes. Yeah, he is by far one of like he's up there on my list too of like just coldest black characters. I, I bang with that. I bang with that because the thing is, all right. So this is like before I before I round out with a couple other um, characters. I actually only have one left. That's an honorable mention. Two more. Three more. You got two more. Okay. Three. Before we get there, I have an interesting or potentially interesting. I had a conversation with one of my friends. And basically, they were saying, they were asking me, how do I feel or why do I like anime so much if there isn't that much representation for Black people in it? And I was like, I don't really watch it for that. But I also think about the audience. Like, I don't think they're targeting Black people necessarily. It's just they're writing a show. This is how it's like based off, you know, some granted, sometimes they do take creative liberties and people look different in the anime than they do in the manga, whatnot, whatever. But I'm not really looking at it in terms of like, I'm the target audience. I just like the stories. I like the fighting. I like the boxing, you know, whatever. Her counter to that was, okay, cool. So if you don't care about representation, doesn't it not bother you that there are more characters that look like a white person, blonde hair, blue eye, think Goku and any super or any Saiyan when they go Super Saiyan, Naruto, um, and other characters, they look more like white people than they do black people. Does that affect how you see things? And I thought it was an interesting question. The answer to me was no, because for me, I I still 
I actually think it's cool when I see a black character now because there's so few. It also like makes me a little bit more emotional. I have a more of an emotional reaction too, though, because like if I see a black character like Sister Crone and she's like uh, like a caricature, um, I'm like, what the fuck? And I kind of pissed. But then if I see a character that's badass like Canary or like Ogun, I'm like, oh shit, I'm super hyped. What, what do you guys think about stuff like that? Representation. This I'm trying to digest that. That was a hell of a question. I'm I'm digesting. Give me like two of them things. Two seconds. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of feeling the same way. That's heavy. Could you almost yeah. like maybe give it to us in like maybe pieces? So like, what part do you want us to respond to? Because there's a lot there. Well, I mean, just in general, do you do you care to see representation in anime? Why or why not? <laughs> representation of black people in anime. I don't go to I don't go to anime looking for that. I don't think. Um, so I don't. I guess it's like going like when you see a movie or a film made for black people, and then you're saying, "Where are the white people?" or like, "Where are the Asian representation? Where's the Hispanic representation?" I feel like I don't really go to a medium um, of a product that's based in Japan that's literally the characters are in Japan or they're in Korea or they're in these other places and it's about their lives and their daily, you know, their, their struggles or fantasy or not. It's still kind of housed and packaged in there. I don't really expect to see a whole lot of, I guess, ethnic diversity. And when it's there, I think it's amazing, but I don't look for it in those spaces. I don't hunt for it in those spaces. So I don't really, I'm not, offended when I don't see it, but I am pleasantly and happily surprised when it's there. But I can't say that it's a requirement or it really alters my perception. I guess what I don't necessarily love though, is that when they portray other cultures, you know, they tend to leave black culture out or when they try to draw a black character, sometimes like it looks tragic <laughs> <laughs> or they personify the character tragically. Um, but I don't know. I guess it's funny, though, like thinking about it when they do try to bring in like because that brings up another point for me. When they do bring in a black character, I, I tend to be pretty critical of them unless they're dope. It's like they're either my favorite character or like they're my least favorite character when it's attempted. That's so, true. Um, so when it's not there at all, I'm not like they should have put it in. I'm not critical if it's not there. But when it is there, I'm looking at it like, OK, how did they choose to represent black folk in this show? And it says a lot about, I guess, to me, it then says a lot about what, how they see black people in whoever the creator was. So it's funny, like when it's not there, I don't really think about it. But when it is, I am kind of being more critical and looking at it from a certain lens. So, so yeah, that's an interesting question. What about you, Kawan? Kiwi? Um, as, as many Kung Fu movies and like, as as big as Asian culture has been to black people, like I don't, I we've never. I don't think we've ever really been the target audience. I think I'm gonna like part of my answer is echoing, which like we've never like even even in Japan, like what like if if, if they if they see a black person, they're usually surprised to see them or things like that. I've, I've heard stories from friends who've gone to Japan, mm-hmm. and like the 
Like people would just fucking take pictures of this nigga like he's a basketball star. He was on my college debate team. This nigga never picked up a basketball. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because it, there's not like a massive understanding of black culture. And uh, some of the times that they do it, they have been criticized, especially when they do shit jobs of it, like um, like Lady Chrome. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, hmm. But I've never, I've never, like, I've, I've grown accustomed to it when I, since I started watching anime, to be honest with you. Like, Dragon Ball doesn't have, like, an abundance of black characters. Like, Mr. Popo, I didn't even understand that until I got older. And, and then that started to piss me off. But, like, I was already too deep into it, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Is, is Boo black? Kid Boo? <laughs> he should be. That demeanor? That essence? He, yeah. <laughs> He, he got that. My mama said I could do what the fuck I want. Energy, and I'm ah, like he, yeah, he need his ass beat. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I I definitely appreciate that. I mean, because like everything Alex said was how I saw it, which is like I don't go to my anime for that. But I did think it was an interesting question because that I never thought about that as kind of a a hindrance or a gateway for people to not like, or a, kind of like a gatekeeping thing for people to not dive into anime. Because I didn't think of it like some people kind of want to see themselves or see some type of representation. Because for me, like I look nothing like Vegeta, but I fuck with Vegeta heavy. I want a bad wife oh, wow. like Boma. I want to turn up. I want to like. I think it's cool to not be the top person, but like be the person that's chasing the top person. Mm-hmm. So that's how I don't mind being like. Because I think once you're at the top, you only could go down, right? So like being a character like Vegeta who like embodies like the constant pursuit of ambition and your goal and blah 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 would be cool. Ain't nothing black about him, though. So I don't like look at him and be like, "Oh yeah, that's my nigga." I say that's my nigga, but that's you know, term of endearment. Yeah, like my approach to anime is very leisurely. Like I'm not, I try not to think that much into it because I'm doing it for the enjoyment. It's more so about the the imagination and seeing how they like visualize the shit that they've drawn and and how mesmerized I'm going to be by it. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if something's like if something's like jarring, then that'll fuck me up a bit. But otherwise, like it. It's it's not really something that I I think about too too much just because I don't want to think too much into it. That's a vibe. That's real. All right, all right, Kwan. Who are the last two you have on your list? Ah, uh, I have I have like three or four actually. Oh, go ahead, rattle them off. Um, so Kenichi, my favorite anime. There's this dude named Apachai. He is. They call him the the Muay Thai Death God. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. This nigga is this nigga is this nigga is phenomenal. Um, all of my people are fighters. Actually, you got it. There's this dude named uh, Katayana Go- Katayama Gorbe from uh, Samurai Seven. He's like a street entertainer, but he's like an old samurai. So like he'll like he'll kill you with like a spoon. Like it's just it, this nigga's phenomenal. Um, hmm. I think my last one is going to be. Actually, I said two more. There's this dude named Butcher from uh, Air Gear, which is a very very old anime. Like, Bro, I, I love Air Gear. Air Gear's my it, shit. I think it should be on that that list of one one season. But yeah, so Air Gear. For those of you who don't know what Air Gear is, Air Gear is like it's like it's like Beyblade, but with rollerblades. Like that's the mm-hmm. quickest description I can give. Like imagine if you had, were wearing rollerblades, but they had like monsters and uh, other shit popping out of them. Like uh, Air Gear is essentially the same way. The regalia all have different abilities and stuff like that. Um. And my last character is gonna be Ali Jr. from Baki. Because oh, he was that bro. nigga. Okay, I will say this. I thought about putting Ali Jr. on there. The problem I had was they did him dirty in that fight. 
He was supposed to lose though. Like he was supposed like, to lose, but I didn't like the way he lost. Oh, speaking of speaking of uh, speaking of losers, um, <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> Jaren, is he a black man? Oh, we're hit, mind you. Let's let's talk about it. If we say if we say Piccolo is, then I feel like we have to say Hit and Jaren. But Jaren just like, oh, that's a, that's a nigga. Jaren that brolic. Jaren is a linebacker. Jaren yeah. <laughs> definitely all. Come on. Yeah. Jaren has some struggle. Like you don't that, <sighs> the level of perseverance this nigga had at the end. You don't. You that's that's you don't get that from no white man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, I said it. Shit, fight me. That's how it feels, buddy. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I mean, yeah, I think even his demeanor about. How he went about fighting. Every- He's like, I'll fight everybody. Like, bring everybody, and I want everybody to be at their best. You go rest up. You go get your ultra instinct back, and then come back and see me. Honestly, if we if we claiming if we claiming niggas for the draft, I'm gonna go ahead and say that Jiren is also uh, a card carrying member of Omega Sci Fi Fraternity Incorporated because he is wrong, bro. He is wrong. I gotta snatch him. I gotta snatch him. He's a first round pick for me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, he out. He out for sure. He out for sure. <laughs> um. All right. Alex, do you have any other ones? I did not. I did not. I have I have one honorable mention that's a stretch, but you know, whatever. Boondocks. Bushido Brown. Bushido Brown got a count. Everybody in the boondocks got a count. count. Yeah, like, I'm down with that. I'm down with that for sure. Riley would be my favorite anime character of all time if we count everybody yeah, in the boondocks. Yeah, let's say if we were allowed to count boondocks, like off rip but come on like there's a yeah. lot of people we could push through we can we can throw in proud family like who penny proud let's let's get it out here if we're just going all anime hey hey come on now i'm not <laughs> mad at that and they're bringing it back on disney plus this month come on true um but yes that was that was fun we had a lot of black we have more black people than we gave it credit for but you know i'm here for it so now we're gonna jump to our new segment the shinobi corner we got three questions for you people. The first one goes to Alex. It's from our main guy, Trey. Most underrated anime recently and then all time. Mm. So this is a hard question for me because um, a lot of the anime that I think of as being underrated, I, I, the ones I think of really did get their flowers. So um, the first one I was thinking about was Your Lie in April. I love that anime so much. I think it's less common in if you have if you really only consume like shonen and you really only watch that, you probably haven't seen your Lion April because it's kind of a different uh, you know category of anime. But it's beautiful, um, it's emotional, it's just powerful. It's a very very strong anime. So I think of it as being underrated from the shonen community, but I will say it definitely you know it got its little kudos uh, in overall in anime. But I really love. Love your lie in April. And then I guess another mention would be Vinland Saga. I think Vinland Saga in is phenomenal, like phenomenal. And if you know it, you know it. But there's a lot of people that don't know about it. So the ones that have seen it, I think they do give it its just desserts, like for sure. But if you haven't heard of it, like I still think it's a sleeper overall and it's worth a watch, like 100%. And then the of all time, the most, you know, the best anime of all time, that one is especially especially tough because i'm super biased and so the first things that come to my head are classics that i think once again have gotten their flowers like full metal alchemist and even um and even uh yu yu haku show i think those are just amazing 
animes and everyone should watch them. I think they're timeless. I think they'll always be relevant and good. Um, and I, you know, I just think they're, they're juggernauts, but I don't, I, I don't think, I definitely don't consider them underrated. Um, they're both really, really, really fantastic. Does anyone have a, have anyone to throw in the hat or have anything they want to throw in? I would throw in, uh, I think Code Geass. I'm not sure how many people have seen it, but I really like Code Geass and I think it's super underrated, especially given how the reception towards Death Note, I think yeah. they, they're they like cut from the same elk. And that's if you I, like- Oh, sorry. That's up. what I was going to say. Like, I think Death Note and Code Geass, like I always hear them talked about in the same breath. So I'm actually, you know, that one, I didn't realize that not as many people saw Code Geass. No, for sure. I think that one and um Kawan put me on to this one, Assassination Classroom. Assassination Classroom is pretty good. Assassination Classroom is excellent and you will cry. So yeah. it's definitely That's one of the first that was You're Lie in April. So the thing is funny about this, You're Lie in April and Assassination Classroom, both of you have put me on to watching and both of them made me cry. So Yeah. And I'm not an emotional like well, I am an emotional person, but I'm not a crier when I show my emotion. But those ones, the little little thug passion came out my eye. Oh no, fuck thug passion, nigga. I'm talking about crocodile tears. I was hurt (laughs) over here, okay? (laughs) That's funny. Uh, well, Trey, I hope those answered your question. Yeah, I think the only anime that actually like, well, I I'm, I cry pretty easily. Like, I will cry just from emotion. I'll cry from just beauty. Like, I will cry from passion and really from the whole gamut of emotions. Like, a lot of things can kind of get that get that rise out of me. But um, I think the one that like just boohooed. I, I was really sad. I mean, Inuyasha. Like, I will always find a way to bring up Inuyasha. <laughs> I can do it. That scene where Kikyo was leaving, like, man, that was so sad. That was so tragic. Oh, no, right. that got me. Or, like, I will still continue to talk about that Demon Slayer episode where, like, you know, their their bond was on full display. I know we talked about that in a different episode, but I, I loved that scene. It was just, it was poetry. It's beautiful. I definitely bawled in the theater from Yugen Train at the end. We're in Goku. Yeah, I I let it out. I was sounds and all. <laughs> I was audibly crying. Oh, also because Kawan got to claim Jaren, I'm gonna claim Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, <laughs> Yusuke. You know, and I'm, oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, sorry. Yeah, Alpha. Anyway, be pointing niggas out. You know, can I snitch? Hey, hey, we'll take him. But hold on, I have a question. You no, know, I want Ichigo. He you can have Ichigo. Take Ichigo. But hold on, what's uh? What's the girl that comes with Ichigo? They're a package deal. No, I don't want Orihime. Y'all can <laughs> sit on the table with uh with she can sit on the same side of the table as as uh the girl from as Korra. She can sit with Korra on the other. Oh, with Korra. But if we if we talk at Yu Yu Hakusho, I completely forgot about this. Is Sensui black? Mm. That man got a lot of melanin in him. He does have a lot of melanin in him. I, I'm not opposed to taking him because that man is OP. I mean, he's dead, but <laughs> <laughs> make sure that I'm not mixing it up. This is the the main like villain, right? Like our Sensui? Main... No, that's Tagoru. Tagoru, yeah, yeah, Tagoru. that's what that is. I thought Sensui is the next main villain in the next the next arc before they go into yeah, 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 yeah. the Three Kings. Gotcha. I I will take him. I, I'm gonna claim. Yeah, him. he 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 kind of fits. I'll give him kind of fits. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, Kwan. We have a question from Mr. Elijah Smith. Yes. Top 
three one season animes. You could also give honorable mentions because you know I feel like top three is always so hard. I was going to actually. I don't. I, this is a hard <laughs> list. Is, Excuse me, sir. This, I was going to squeeze it in there. Um, so, mm, one season anime. I'm going to start with my favorite, which is I guess uh, it's kind of an honor. So I'm going to call this an honorable mention only because it's unfinished mm-hmm. and like massively unfinished. Like it stopped at a very good part. So I don't think this. I don't even think it's a full season to be honest. But gangster is is by far one of the best it's unfinished though so i'm not going to give it an actual spot um but like you got god of high school that's definitely a one season that's 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 on the list without question akame got killed that that one still has a soft spot in my heart and it always will uh samurai champloo um parasite of course Uh. I'm, i'm saving the one that i have to explain the most for last but uh, Samurai Seven was another one I mentioned it earlier. It's just like it's 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 your kind of stereotypical older anime. I think it came out in like the early two thousands, maybe. But just Seven Samurai saving a woman who needs to protect her village from these giant niggas and mechs. That's that's the gist of the story, to be honest. Um, but my final, my fifth, my fifth and final choice is going to be uh, this show called Death Parade. And I save this one for last because I like the concept behind it. So essentially, when these people when people die, death rate is essentially when these people die, uh, they get taken to this bar, and this bar is very reminiscent of uh, like so I don't know if you guys are familiar with like ancient Egyptian culture, but they uh, how they used to weigh a person's life against the, a feather. Mm-hmm. It seems very like the vibe it gives is very similar. So in Death Parade, these people die and they like they play these different games with this bartender who gives very much like a god of the underworld type, like just like not a god of the underworld, but like a like he directs them to where they need to go for the next life or whatever. And uh, like they play these different like bar games, but it determines the rest of their fate for like it determines their fate for the rest of eternity. So like they might go to hell, they might go to heaven, purgatory. You never know. Um, it all depends on how you perform. But I really, I really just liked how that how I like the take on that concept and how it's very reminiscent of like ancient Egyptian culture and that whole like weighing a person's life and just making like that whole being guided into to and through the afterlife type of deal. That's that's the that's the impression it gives me. It's just it's a very interesting concept that I don't see. Now. I like that. It is interesting. Do you have any uh, one season anime that you you like, Alex? Well, if we pretend, I think as a community, that the Promised Netherland season two didn't exist, <laughs> because season two does that count? What they didn't make that, guys. That was just a mistake. So they thought they were going to do it, but they didn't. So if I would have to put out Promised Netherland, like Promised Netherland is my honorable mention uh, in that category. Um, but you know, ironically, technically, Bleach, not Bleach. Uh, technically, Boruto is in its first season on episode like 200 and something. Huh? Huh? No. Simply <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, man. Because they, they have a couple episodes in there that slap in Boruto. So. Hey, if you ever need a guide, you should hit up Alex because she has the best Boruto guide to get you <laughs> caught up. Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Yeah, I, I don't recommend watching forward. <laughs> yeah, Personally. you'd struggle. You would struggle to get through it. There's a way to get through it, but you got to skip like several just 
sections. <laughs> but have you seen the movie? I feel like you could skip like a large, like to 180, right? It's like, you can skip like 60 something episodes and then you can watch like a little piece here and then skip again and watch a little piece here. It's too much work. <laughs> it's too <laughs> much work. A little work. Not even going to oh. I don't know. I'm on this One Piece journey, nigga, and I wish I could skip some more episodes. Let me tell you. Hey, that. man, wait till you get to Battle Marineford. That's <laughs> actually, I'm, at, I'm, I'm there. Actually, I'm. At, what, what number am I at? Let's. Yeah, like 450 then, or 460 probably. Yeah, 456. Oh my gosh! Let, you gotta hit me up when you, uh, when you finish that arc, cause yeah. Oh no, I I'm about the... to cry. I'm about to cry. Already. Oh yeah, I balled. I balled. I'm not right. okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, I would only. Other one season anime I could think to add is just Cowboy Bebop. I love Cowboy Bebop a lot. Not like the kind of it's a a string that carries the whole season to get or ties the whole season together, but each episode's kind of its own thing, which I appreciate. Like you could just jump into any episode and be fine and understand what's going on. Um and then for our last question comes from our man Travis Smith, who was a former guest. Shout out to that man. Um so, Demon Slayer question. Tengen and his wives, is he polyamorous? Is it a harem type situation? A what? A harem? I don't know how to say uh-huh. it. Is it harem? Is that a harem? A what? A like harem? Naruto's harem jutsu? As you can tell, I don't have one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I would say, um, I, so I struggle with this because at first I thought it was like obvious. Yeah, this man's polyamorous. He got three wives. But then I thought about it and I was like, is it just wives in name and his way to protect them? Because I think only one of them was actually supposed to be assigned to him as a wife. But then he took the other two with him when he left his village as a shinobi. So, I mean, all three of them are shinobi, all four of them are shinobi, but yeah. Four? So I, oh, I guess well, the three, the three wives in him. Yeah. So I think, I think the answer is. It depends, which is not a great answer. But I mean, obviously, the, the all three wives are pretty romantically tied to him, and it's kind of implied that he has a sexual relationship with them. But we also don't know. But they're his wives. Like it carries at least the base, like the assumption that he. I think so, but I, the thing is to me that I think the title mattered, right? Like they're his wives, so because they're his wives, he has the ability to protect them. So I'm thinking about like in the season where he went to the head of the Demon Slayer Corp and he was like, yeah, these are my three wives. Like that got them protection from the Demon Slayer Corp because now he has ownership over like them or like there's a bond between them. So he's showing, he's saying like, if you protected me, you have to protect all of them, which is what I thought immediately. Like after I sat down that like digested it a little bit, but I think you could say he's polyamorous. I think it's implied. I think the answer is yes, but I also think it depends because we don't really know. And then there's also like other aspects of it that's interesting because if you're caught up, you know, only one of them kind of shows up to help fight. Uh, I'll leave it at that. (laughs) You know, I can't even say only one of them shows up to help fight. That is not true. They were, they just, the others fought differently and they fought with the side characters. Yeah, but what I was going to say, well, yes, but... All, weren't all three of them in the food pit and then only one of them came with no, the only two of them were in the food shuriken. and then the third one was captured and like earlier in and then got out and then went to him to, to okay 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 but that's fine no but either way i get what you're saying um i agree with you i think it's hard to say because the only thing that makes it kind of 
questionable is that a lot of times you think of polyamorous and more love. There's like a love bond that you think of and like a romantic bond just from the word and it feels or like a sexual bond that's, you know, implied, but really the love I think is something that is stands out. And like, it seems like for him, he bonded with them through protection or through like uh, obligation through service. And so their bond was felt more arranged, like arranged kind of marriage thing, or just an arranged uh, a contract. They formed more of a contract versus something that's purely rooted in love. But, um, and I think that's why it's debatable or why we're kind of even in this spot with it. But mm-hmm. like, I think, I do think that, I don't know, like, I still think that there's a, more than likely a romantic bond with them all, um, or they love each other maybe in a different way. Cause you seem to all, even the wives themselves seem to love each other, like love, you know, love in the, gen, you know, in the open sense of love. So, I mean, I would probably say that they're polyamorous, um, in the broad sense of love, but I do think the circumstances that they bonded are, um, are different. So, I mean, shout out to this man for having three bad wives. All of them are bad. <laughs> it's not even debatable. All three of them are bad. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate that. And this wraps our episode. It's been a pleasure, guys. Yes. Absolutely. Always is. Hey, man. Talk to y'all next time. Yeah. Bye. In my veins, colder than freeze. I'm protecting my own like Goku and Vegeta. This is my story, painting the glory, taking it back all of my territory. Black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, stuck of the flesh, deep as the roots of my life. Sister, the truth that I rock with melanin, just get you pop with yeah. Laughing in the face of danger, flexing my guns in the eye of defeat. I am the voice of the night of all of my people, unleashing the power in me. Deep in my jeans, this is my destiny, this is my legacy. Won't get the best of me, don't come correct. Make you recipes, make you disappear like Mr. Compress. I'm making moves in silence in the shadow like Okage. My brother, can you pass me the wasabi? Nigga, I'm black as fucking proud of it. I won't be modest, no. Ain't no blocking me. I overcome every obstacle. Like the rose out of the concrete, I accomplish the impossible. Like Barack and Bakugo, yeah, I'm unstoppable. Still, I rise from the ashes. Mama told me never settle. And if I can handle all that, I got that heart made for metal. Melaninches. Yeah, yeah, melaninches. Black is my skin, power within. Melaninches. Yeah. Black is my skin.